0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Valpal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Markey, and today we're going to be talking about pain on the top of the foot. Now, the reason I'm picking this today is because it is one of my most popular YouTube videos and some folks watch me on YouTube and others listen to me through the podcast show. So I thought I would just kind of combine the two of them together so uh, you can go from one to the other and probably just get a little more background uh, throughout the podcast. Um, And so today we're going to be talking about one of the most common causes of pain in the top of the foot. We're also going to talk about how to treat this particular dorsal foot pain that we're going to be talking about. And we'll throw in a little tip on how to lace your shoes for people who have dorsal foot pain. Um, But if we could just take a a moment to hear a word from our sponsors and we'll come right back and talk about our topic today.
0: Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit easyglidersocks.com. That's easyglidersocks.com. Did you know that over ninety percent of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So, if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first EasySlant.
1: Hello and welcome back. So today's episode is going to be just a little bit shorter. uh, Just really going to focus on one particular part of this dorsal foot pain. Uh, I will throw out different reasons why people have dorsal foot pain or pain on the top of the foot. Um, But like I said earlier, this is one of my most watched videos on YouTube. And to be honest, I never thought it would be. Um, I really didn't tag this video very well. I didn't put a nice, um, you know thumbnail on it for many years, actually, until just recently. Um, So for those of you who would like to watch it, I will be adding the video link in the show notes today so that you can go over and take a look at this. You'll actually be able to uh, see an evaluation on a patient who actually has a problem on the dorsum of her foot, who uh, had substantial relief with uh, the treatment that we uh, did with her. So, you know, what are some of the causes of dorsal foot pain or pain on the the top of the foot. Well, One that you may see on occasion is a stress fracture, okay? And usually stress fractures will occur in the metatarsals, most commonly uh, between the second and fourth metatarsals, but we occasionally see it in the fifth, especially for those people who walk on the outside of their foot a lot to relieve pain from the inside of the foot. So people with plantar fasciitis or um, maybe a sesamoiditis, they will try to avoid bearing weight on the medial side of the foot, so they'll walk on the outside, and you can actually stress fracture that fifth metatarsal so one thing I do when I'm evaluating for stress fractures is not only do I identify pain to the plantar surface of the foot but I also palpate the dorsal surface of those metatarsals if they're painful both on the plantar and dorsal surface I need to be somewhat suspicious that there could be a stress fracture there now Um, I'm cautious to say this because I've had a lot of kickback on this in the past, but, um, People who are blonde hair, blue eyed, sunburn really easily, may have freckles. Those folks um, are at higher risk of developing osteoporosis. And therefore, I have seen in the past these people stress fracture easier. So take that in consideration when you're evaluating your patient um, and and, you know, keep that in mind because I have seen this more in these types of uh, people than others. Now, you can also have extensor tendonitis. So those extensor tendons going over the dorsum of the foot can become inflamed and irritated, sometimes from wearing tight-fitting shoes or maybe overuse injuries like running and soccer or, you know, people sometimes they'll go out and they'll kick a soccer ball with a regular pair of sneakers and maybe the knot uh, near the laces is right over that top part of the foot and that knot just continues to compress that part of the foot and it gets irritated. It gets inflamed and can be quite uh, painful. And we also, you know, can see this in people who wear boots or shoes that fold quite a bit if they dorsiflex or, you know, if they do a lot of squatting or kneeling and the great toe goes into extension and you're dorsiflexing the foot. Sometimes the boot or shoe can fold inward and cause an irritation to the dorsiflex. Aspect of the foot, so you know checking out the shoe wear is very very important. Now another cause of pain over the dorsum of the foot could be gout. Um, it's not a common spot, but some most oftentimes you get it in the big toe, but you can get it in other joints. I've seen that, and it would become really red, inflamed, very very tender to touch. Um, And then another cause of pain in the dorsum of the foot could be peripheral neuropathy. Usually, uh, this could be in any part of the foot or leg, usually starts at the toes and works its way up toward the, um, toward the knee. And uh, more oftentimes, it's bilateral than unilateral. Now, here is the big one, the one that I want to talk about today, and it's the bone spur at the metatarsal cuneiform joint. And you've all seen this person takes off their shoe, they take off their sock, and there is this nice little mountain on the top and center of the foot. It's usually nice and red and it's quite tender to touch and um it can be quite incapacitating for many people. Many people will stop walking altogether. Um, they'll stop exercising because this hurts so much. And, um, you know, it takes a long time for this spur to develop. And so usually you'll see it in arthritics, okay, or a more elderly population of patients. But it doesn't necessarily have to be in arthritics. You know, basically this spur forms at the metatarsal cuneiform joint and Uh, It will make quite a sharp bump in that area. It's usually very tender to touch and usually involves the second and third proximal metatarsals the most. Now, you know, why do these happen? Why do you develop a spur in this area? Well, my thought is that when the foot is collapsing or the the medial arch is collapsing, that metatarsal cuneiform joint can get compressed quite hard. And if there's a little rotational component, such as, you know, people who toe out a little bit, uh, and they get that extra lateral shift of that metatarsal cuneiform joint, you get this excessive pressure there, and then an abnormal load, you know, puts stress on the joint, and uh, it can cause deformation or exostosis or bony growth to the area. Um, so you'll see this sometimes in people with loss of ankle dorsiflexion. So therefore, that metatarsal cuneiform joint has to take more stress because the ankle is not giving, and so it has to give somewhere. Um, So that metatarsal cuneiform joint can really take a beating. Um, So how do you treat this particular problem in general? Well, the first thing I do is I take pressure off of it. And the way I do this is I relace the shoe. And I have a demonstration on how to relace the shoe in the video that will be in the show notes. But I'll tell you, this is just short of miraculous. When people come in and I relace their shoe for this particular problem... They leave and and they feel completely different than when they walked in. So basically what you do is you take a look at where the the, the spot is, where the spur is, okay? And and typically a shoe is laced up in a crisscross fashion all the way up the front of the foot. And so you pick that spot where the lace is crisscrossed. And you unlace the shoe and just don't crisscross it at that one spot. So just miss a, uh, a, a lace or a loop and then go ahead and crisscross above and crisscross below that tender spot and just that will simply take a lot of pressure off of that joint and people will be much more comfortable they will function more they will walk more they'll be more active the other thing that I do with these folks is I focus on slant board stretching um, to increase dorsiflexion improve the gastroxoleus mobility and increase the capsular mobility of the ankle Uh, I make sure they don't just step off of a step and hang off that step because when they do that it stresses that, that tarsal metatarsal joint, and uh, that can cause a lot of strain there at that spur. So I don't do it like that. I always stretch my patients um, on a slant board. Okay. And then I may also put these folks into a stiffed bottom or a, um, a rocker bottom shoe. And the reason I'm doing this is because if they don't have the good dorsiflexion, you put them in that rocker bottom shoe, it kind of compensates for that. So that metatarsal cuneiform joint just doesn't take as much of a beating and they will get some pretty good relief from doing that. So, you know, try these conservative measures first. They're simple um, and, and easy to do. And sometimes that's all it takes. Now, if they do not succeed with a conservative course like this, then you really should send them over to an orthopedic surgeon or foot and ankle specialist, and and you know consider an injection of that joint if they have a lot of chemical irritation and they're just inflamed. Some folks will do really well with an injection, but you know oftentimes there is just a mechanical destruction of that joint, and they may need a surgical removal of that exostosis or that spur, and uh, just you know get get it out of there, throw it in the garbage can, and uh, that alone will help to really decrease that pressure and that pain in that joint so that concludes today's episode of uh, pain on the top of the foot again uh, one of our more popular videos and I, I chuckled because I you know I thought it would be something like you know how to manage rotator cuff problems or treating adhesive capsulitis or something like that but it really um, I, I get a lot of questions about this and uh, a lot of great comments about how much better people feel just by by relacing their shoe. So I'd like to thank you all for listening to the OrthoWay ValPal pal podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Be sure you go to the all the links in the show notes. I've been adding more and more links all the time so you can connect to us better and connect to all things OEP. Make sure you send me your questions for the show and I will do my very best to put them on the show and and answer your questions and hopefully bring you some solution to uh, some of your struggles. And uh, don't be afraid to uh, keep on learning. Take care.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.